Hi, welcome to Bipolar Bicoastal. I'm Anna. And I'm Maria. We're twins living on opposite coasts. Here to talk about navigating life while bipolar. Hey, Mia. Hi, Nanners. How, how are you? Um, I'm good. We just spent 30 minutes re-recording our intro because I wasn't pleased with how it sounds. So... The intro that you just heard up top. Get, hey, I'm sure everyone noticed a difference and they noticed a good difference Mm -hmm. and appreciated how much time that took and how much it made me second guess myself, Mm -hmm. my self-worth, if I could do anything right. Well, jury's out. Yeah, so we'll see. Give us feedback. Um, how was your cat? He's not with us right now. We're on vacation. <coughs> okay. Oh, let it out. <coughs> Sorry, I just sold so I spit. Uh, <laughs> great first minute. <laughs> We're not restarting because we already did so many takes. Okay. How, so how is your cat? He's good. Okay. He's being taken care of by our dear friend Elena. From Boundaries episode fame. Yes, he's pooping in the bathtub mm. like a good boy. So, instead of all over the floor. I want him to be a ghost for Halloween. Yeah, can anyone explain to me how that would work, though? <laughs> Take a pillowcase. Cut, cut out the eye holes. Yeah. Ghost. <laughs> can a sack. Yeah, but I feel like you're not really monopolizing the fact that he's already white. And, as I said before, off, off mic... He doesn't like things on his head, so hmm. don't worry. I'm sure I'll post a photo of whatever costume I end up with for my cat. You have a month. Do you think you'll do costumes for your cats this year? Nope. Really? No. Why? Because it costs money. Because it costs money and they don't like even being brushed. What did you not love set? Wearing a costume? Yeah. Well, she likes her harness, but I've been told that that can kill cats. Right, but Halloween costumes that you, like, just put on for pictures don't kill cats. Maybe she'll be a ghost. They climbed into the cabinet above my fridge. I've got a video from my roommate who's watching (laughs) the cats. How do they get up there? It's a great question. Jesus. Fuck. (laughs) (laughs) Well, anyways, this is part two of our Rocksteady series. Which we're really excited about. Yeah. Ellen Ford is going to be on next week. We're so excited. Okay, so Huge everyone. For us. Yeah, she, she very, very generously agreed to be on our episode. Honestly, she very, very generously replied to our emails. And mm-hmm. she really wants questions from all of you. So please email us at bipolarbycoastal at gmail.com. DM us on Instagram. It's bipolarbycoastal. Or message us on Facebook or just comment on the Facebook post that we... <laughs> or just comment on the Facebook post that we post asking for questions with them or text us if you have our phone numbers literally anything yeah. we're so excited she's so cool she's so cool so smart loves answering questions so talented yes she's a coach so this is right up her alley mm-hmm. okay so she, uh, she's the author of marbles and rocksteady yes and rocksteady is a self-help book that we've been living by for the last two weeks and we're going to be living by for a third week over on our patreon patreon.com slash bipolar bipolar bicoastal five dollars a month you get access to at least 
two new episodes a month, usually more. So extended episodes, things like that. We're going to be doing an episode where I ask Anna questions and she asks me questions. Yes. So if you want to hear us ask each other questions, that's the, that's the place that's to go. That's the place to go. Yep. Okay. So this is week two of Living by Rocksteady. We're going to go over the framework again and then mm-hmm. go into what we were hope we had worked on, what we actually ended up working on, yeah. um, and our goals for week three. So Okay. So basically... Ellen uh, has a photo disorder herself. She wrote a graphic memoir called Marbles. And then she, because of the response to that book, wrote a self-help book called Rocksteady about maintaining stability with a mood disorder. Rocksteady, brilliant advice to my bipolar life. Yep. And in that book, she came up with a framework for how to maintain stability while bipolar. It's called SmedMertz. The first one is sleep, get enough sleep. Two, take your meds. Three, eat well. Four, see your doctor. Five, have a regular mindfulness and meditation practice. Six, exercise. Seven, have a pretty regular routine. Eight, coping tools. And nine, have a solid emotional and logistical support system. So that was the framework and that was what we did for two weeks. Starting off with our second week, Mm -hmm. I had said that I wanted to focus on three things. Okay. Routine, mm-hmm. which has always been a challenge for me. Mm-hmm. Support system. Mm-hmm. Trying to figure out who would drive me to the hospital if I had a mental health crisis. Yep. Or physical health crisis. You never know. You never know. Sometimes ha- they go hand in hand. Yeah, I don't have a car, so it's not me for sure. And three, I wanted to work on mindfulness. I have always found that difficult starting from forever i have a very short attention span potentially because i have add potentially i don't have it who knows diagnoses are difficult everyone's attention span is just amazing right but yes i have trouble sitting still and just trying to empty my mind i think that's a hard thing for a lot of people but it never really appeals to me either so i want to go out there <laughs> there's a lot yeah there is a lot going on there, there. is not what you said, but that is what would be true. Okay. So I can't turn it off. Mm-hmm. Um. So. Or couldn't. Yes. So, but what I started this week trying to do was um developing a routine. Okay. I wrote it out. Oh, you wrote out your routine. Yes. Okay. Let's hear it. So for the night. Okay. So first I said to try to do 64 ounces of water a day. That is because I'm on lithium and, um, I need to be drinking a lot of water because of that. Right. Um, so I don't have lithium toxicity. You're supposed to drink a lot of water. And I haven't been getting my labs done because of um, the pandemic. Right. So it's especially important. Well, that's what I have been doing, not necessarily what you should be doing, but it's especially important that I'm drinking a lot of water. Mm-hmm. It's also a lot easier now that I'm working from home because I don't have to like leave um, the hotline room to do that. Second, I was trying to do no alcohol or other drugs. And three, try to do no caffeine. Spoiler alert, that didn't happen. Well, the water happened, but I I did drink and I did um, indeed drink coffee as well. You drink alcohol? Yes. Okay. So that didn't happen. But in theory, that's what I would have done if I were living Mm -hmm. more faithfully Mm -hmm. um, by the rules. Okay, so my routine was supposed to be at 6. So I start work at 7 a.m., so I was supposed to wake up at 6.15 a.m., drink a glass of water, do yoga with Adrian, and then 
She's a YouTuber. Yes, who we mentioned last episode. And then practice meditating for five minutes. Okay. And then at 6.45, I was supposed to clock in and drink my second glass of water. And at 8 a.m., I was supposed to get breakfast. Okay. And then in the night, I was supposed to go for a walk at 3 when I get off work. Mm-hmm. And 4, do chores slash errands. And then between 5 and 7 p.m., do my exercise videos because they involve jumping and stuff. And I live on the fourth floor of an apartment building. And um, I was incredibly conscious of the noise that she makes in her apartment building. Yes, I had a neighbor in my last building who told me, well, who harassed me with notes on my door telling mm-hmm. me that I was walking around pacing between the hours of 12 and 4 p.m. as if wearing wooden shoes. That's a direct quote. I 12 was and 4 p.m. Sorry, 12, 12 a.m. and 4 a.m. When, when I was indeed always fast asleep. I also had a next door neighbor who would bang on what he alleged was the root ceiling of his apartment building to get his upstairs neighbor to shut up, but which felt a lot like he was banging on my wall so when I was... a very large apartment building. Yeah, when I was literally, like, reading in bed making zero noise. So, anyways, I was very cognizant of it, and I also um, would be really annoyed if I was, during the workday, having to hear someone jump around upstairs. That's fair. So, anyways, and then at 7 p.m., oh, and then shower, and then at 7 p.m., eat dinner, wash dishes, I have roaches. Um, and at 9.30 p.m., no more screen, take pills. 9.30 p.m., no more screens, take pills, read, journal, meditate, sleep by 10.30 p.m. That was what my routine was supposed to be. That's a nice, ambitious routine. Yeah, it would have been. But what ended up happening was that I, uh, instead, consistently woke up at like 6.50 a.m. I did get breakfast at 8, usually, actually. Nice. And I did drink water. And I did do my exercises between 5 and 7 but none of the rest of it. Oh, actually, I guess I usually ate dinner at 7 p.m., but I didn't do the no more screen things. I wasn't in bed sleeping by 10.30. Mm. So. We also spent Wednesday, Thursday. Yeah, my routine was Friday pretty. Friday and Saturday together. Yeah, my routine was pretty disrupted by the fact that I had Maria staying with me. And it was hard to do things. And lovely having her there but routine you know you have a visitor your routine gets pretty messed up anyways so that's something that i'll be working on in week three over on the patreon yeah yeah (laughs) my routine didn't work out either did you have one not even really (laughs) (laughs) okay a few things that i did do i did cut out caffeine nice like coffee specifically I've been getting a little, a little loosey-goosey with the coffees. Yeah. Because mom was bringing them to me. You did have some tea. I did have some tea. <laughs> I did have some tea? Remember we went and bought tea? Yes. And then you drank yes. some of it? Yes, I had some <laughs> English breakfast tea. Yeah. I meant, I cut out coffee. That's why I, yeah. I don't care about cutting out tea. Yeah. I went to bed earlier than usual because I was at your house. We go to bed early in my house. 11.30, but not as early as Anna wanted to go to bed. Not nearly. I didn't know about your routine, actually. So if I had known what your routine was, I perhaps would have been more cognizant of it. Well, I didn't want it to be a thing where you knew my routine and you were holding me to my routine. Yeah. It's not sustainable. Oh, good. We didn't do that. <laughs> Did not do that, for sure. Perhaps it's good that people in your house have some awareness of your what you would like to be doing with your Yeah, I'll let life. Kimmy know for the next week. That's right. How... Yep. You should be from my routine. Okay. Honestly, the wake up time. The wake up time could be better. Work about. on. He did wake us up at like two a.m. Several. Mornings. I'm telling you, he shows off when there's someone else in my house. It worked to wake up. You got my attention. I also did. Okay, so I can't remember if I talked about this in the last episode. Uh huh. But I, I do yoga with Adrian. This year, I've been 
doing her 30 day challenges, mm -hmm. but not within 30 days. Right. My new thing is four videos a week instead of trying to do seven. Mm -hmm. I never actually do seven. It's a lot. It's a lot. I'm trying to work my way through all of her 30-day challenges this year. Uh -huh. There's audio problems because we're with our family. They don't respect the art of podcasting. Nor us. But they do patron our art. <laughs> they do pay for this. Okay, and so patreon.com slash Coastal. And yes, so... You too can make noise during audio sessions if you pay for it. Honestly. Anyways, so I've just, I've just been trying to do four videos a week instead of pretending that I'm going to do seven and then being mad at myself for not doing seven. Yes. And I've been sticking to it. Nice. Yeah. It's easy breezy. Easy breezy. I even did one while I was at your house, which is really rare for me. Nice. Yeah, I did an exercise video while Maria was there. Well, actually two. So. Amaze. Yeah. I also showered. I, you showered, I imagine. I do have a routine, I, I realized. So. Yeah. What's your routine? <laughs> Not intentional routine, but it is a routine. Wake up, wake up. Either at like nine nine, nine thirty. I found that me and Maria are both people who consistently snooze our alarms and then go back to sleep for like chunks of time. Yeah, I don't when I <laughs> I was always worried I was like, should I get her up? Yeah, I don't. When is her day started? I don't, <laughs> don't wanna have to leave my house and go somewhere. Yeah. Or when I remember to put my phone at, like across the room or outside of the room. We don't have it outside of the room though, because it's a studio. Yeah, and this place is just very small. It's true. It's really small. Small for two people, especially. Yeah. So I have been getting. I got up like very, very close to having to work. Yeah. Then I check my email. Then and my phone. Then I eat breakfast. Uh huh. Then I actually do work and watch Below Deck. Uh huh. And then for work. For work. Or, and after work with you. And um, then I stop working around 6. Then I eat dinner. Mm -hmm. And shower. Mm -hmm. Or not. Um, <laughs> and then really it's just chaos until I go to bed. Yeah. But. <laughs> I was doing better for a few days about like not using screens and stuff mm -hmm. like that. What I will say is I completely agree with Ellen Forney about how helpful it is to not be looking at screens right before mm. bed, how much better it makes, it, how much easier it makes falling asleep. Yeah. All of the tips and tricks for falling asleep. I got so much sleep this week. I... Well, you wake up earlier. Didn't feel that way, but um, I know what I need to do in the future because of this book to make it easier, and I was able to do some of the sleep stuff. I just did not do it. In the way that I wanted to, and in a routine way, so... I'm going to write out a routine next time, so I'll at least have an idea of what I'm aiming for. For next week. The thing that I do do that's a routine. Mm -hmm. Every morning and evening, uh -huh. I do all of my skincare and teeth brushing and flossing and taking my pills. Uh -huh. The same exact way, every morning and every evening. At what time? Just before I okay. go to bed. And when you wake up? Yeah, like in, within, right away when I wake up, mm -hmm. and like a half hour before I'm going to fall asleep. So that, that is routine. And my trick for medication, Ellen Forney has a lot for remembering to take your medication. Mm -hmm. My trick is I have a DOP kit, which is like a toiletry kit. Remembering if you took your medication. Yeah. So I keep all of the stuff that I put on my face and my medications that I take in the evening in one pocket of my dop kit 
and then all of my morning stuff in the other pocket. Or since I've been on vacation, I haven't taken the full dop kit. So I just use like the shelves of the medicine cabinet at the place I was staying. I take everything that I'm going to use and put it on the sink. And I do everything. As I use mm. each item, I put it back. And so I know when I've taken my medication because it's either out or it's back. Mm-hmm. And there's one medication that I take in the morning and the evening. Mm-hmm. And so I'll switch it from one shelf to the other after I've taken it. Mm-hmm. So I always know if I've taken it or not. That's pretty great. That's good. She she turns pill bottles like up and down, which is great. Yeah, I just I only have two medications. I generally know if I'm taking them. The one that did happen this week, though. Yeah, the one um like wrench in that is if I am inebriated in some way. So I, that's again a good thing for me not to do is like drinking yeah. too much or anything like that. Okay. Um. Okay. So the other thing. So we talk about routine. Mm-hmm. I have been exercising, not as consistently as last week, but that is, again, because we were in such a small space and it was hard to, like, find time. Our, also, our work schedules were really different, so yeah. not not a great week to be trying to... <laughs> but important, right? But important, right. It's yeah. a red flag pull. Right. So, what else I did was I did two therapy, as I always do, on nice. Wednesday. Nice. And that was really great. I feel like I've been really having some breakthroughs in therapy recently, as anyone who's talked to me recently can attest to. Mm-hmm. Me feeling that way, not necessarily that I'm having these breakthroughs. We're not there for her sessions. Yes, but I really have been enjoying them. And the big thing was mindfulness slash meditation. All so right, go for it. On, I think, Tuesday of last week, I did one of the Yoga with Adrian meditation for inner peace. It's just a little under 12 minutes. And the mantra is, I choose to let go. And I was just sitting there kind of thinking about it and trying to think of what I wanted to let go of. And this is kind of one of the times where the different things really played together. So the stuff that I've been talking about in therapy is just a lot of stuff about childhood and how hard parts of it were for me. And so during the meditation, I was thinking of what I was choosing to let go of. Mm. And I just imagined this is like so so corny but it was like I was just thinking about um what I was choosing not to go of when I thought about giving eight-year-old Anna a hug the whole time and then I just started sobbing oh Jesus during it like I was just crying so hard because I was there's just a lot that you carry around in life that you don't realize is there and if you're not sitting and trying to quiet your mind and trying to think about letting go and about like healing those things you just don't really do it and it's been really hard doing all of this work and having to think so much about really painful parts of my life or things that I'm really ashamed of thinking or things that I'm ashamed of feeling or having done. Mm-hmm. And the idea of letting go of some of that and letting go of some of like the pain and the hurt that I went through and I don't know, it was just really profound for me. And, and I, did, I did like two or three more uh, meditations after that one of them was the same one. One of them was uh, meditation for self-love. And, and it didn't hit me in the same way, but it was still really nice. I don't take any time where I'm not inundated by things, like where I'm not either on my phone or listening to a podcast or watching a YouTube video or watching TV or reading or like even since we were kids, like we we're always reading or always doing something. There wasn't a lot of just like sitting and thinking, mm-hmm. listening to music. And it's like been really, really helpful to have that. Like I remember when I was in the hospital, they made us do meditation 
and I was like, can I, like, I would ask to be excused and just, like, go walk around outside by myself. And I was yeah. manic then, so it's really hard to sit so when you're manic, but probably a good time to do it. And I meditated while I was manic. Yeah. I mean, I did a lot of yoga, but that was more about the movement. And it was just nice to have, like, time to just sit and think and try to, like, process some stuff. And I've been journaling. Mm-hmm. I journal after therapy this week and stuff like that. So that's all been really helpful. And I don't know. I'm just really grateful that we lived by this book because I would not have thought or I would have thought to do this, but I would not have actually followed through on doing it. Otherwise, and it was just really cathartic to have those, like, literally less than 12 minutes just to, like, think about that and to try to, like, I don't know. I just don't usually think of my inner child that much or, like, my childhood self. And it was nice having that time to just, like, connect with her, I guess, or or me. It's weird because we both did the same meditation unbeknownst to the other person. Really? Yeah, because I did yoga for self- or I did the meditation for Mm self-love down by the the docks earlier because we're we're by the bay. It's really nice. And you did it at the exact same time inside. Yeah, not I, the ex- well. I saw you. I saw you, and I thought you were meditating. So I was like, oh, "I'll do meditation too." But it was the same one. Yeah, it was the same one. That's fucking weird. Yeah, I also did yoga for insecurity, and that was really nice. I did some side planks. I'm not usually very good at side planks, and it felt good to just stretch myself a little bit. Well, I so before I did the yoga for self love, I recorded a voice memo about it, saying basically what yoga I, for self love or meditation meditation for self love. I'm starting the meditation for self love. And I will check in at the end about how I'm feeling. Okay, here's the check-in. It it didn't it was nice. It was nice to have ten minutes to myself. It was not as profound as the first time I tried meditating when I was very, very raw. Lots of love in, lots of love out. Yeah, that mantra didn't speak to me in the same way. Inhale that, lots of love in, exhale lots of love out. Yeah, again, it did not speak to me in the same way as I choose to let go did. She says inhale lots of love in, lots of love out pretty often in her videos, so maybe that she was does. why. Okay, I journaled this week. Nice. Yeah, I don't. I do like to journal, mm-hmm. and it's it's like primarily how I do my like ther- therapy. Mm-hmm. But I haven't been doing it. I did it. I'm just gonna pray. Mm-hmm. Okay, so I um have been journaling this week. That's something that Ellen Forney recommended, and it's something that I like to do but I am so bad at maintaining a consistent habit with so yeah there's been some things this week that have like upset me and I'm just like trying to figure out like emotionally like how I want to feel about them and what I want to do about it so um yeah I've been journaling and doing like my like therapy exercises and and it's making me feel a lot better and I always forget that it does that but it's so nice to like get your thoughts out on paper instead of just like letting them take up space and importance in your head what were some of the bad things that happened um it's not like bad thing it's kind of similar to you though about like just going through a lot Mm -hmm. like in terms of processing stuff Mm -hmm. yeah nice let me think of a of a way to make it more concrete i think being home and, like, back in D.C., it's, like, okay, well, here, let me explain it. So, when I was, like, depressed and manic two years ago, I was living in D.C. Mm-hmm. So, it is, like, I was just barely stable for a few months when I left and moved to L.A. Mm-hmm. And it's just, like, 
weird to be back in the same yeah in a space that I haven't been in for like a long period of time mm-hmm. alone since like then and it's also like weird to be back in the city that I actually like really do love and I've had a lot of good times in and not be able to like do those go out yeah. go to the mall which is like the national mall like go to Theodore Roosevelt Island like mm-hmm. I haven't been able to like see all the people who live here right so that's been weird and then yeah and then it's just hard because like seeing like our friends and stuff like that like you guys see each other all the time and like you all have not all the time but like more than I have obviously mm-hmm. and like there's kind of like a shared vocabulary that like I just like am not like fully in on which is okay I just like like I'm the person who like cried at our last like college frisbee tournament yeah you know like i'm just like i fucking like love you guys and like very sentimental lady yeah yeah about like like i can like i know i know like how lucky i like yeah i am for the good times and i don't like love goodbyes so that's been tough and being around with people not being able to like hug them or touch them sucks and like i don't know it's just weird like being by myself quarantining was yeah. like an odd way to be back in the city but and then like back home in california like everything's going really like poorly there in terms of like the environment and stuff like that so it was like burning while i was here and yeah. i don't know so yeah just so, a hard week just a hard, yeah just like weird being back but good and i, I, I chose to do it myself but yeah a job that i really liked ended this week mm-hmm. stuff like that yeah, yeah. but yeah so that's so that happened but Another thing that I, like, had wanted to do this week was... Oh, I was going to say, oh. I did some journaling, too. Oh, you did? Okay, sorry. And I actually journal after meditation, and one thing I had forgotten until I just looked now was that I had, like, developed a mantra for myself. Oh, okay, that's good. I am enough. And, oh, that's a good one. Well, that's why journaling is so helpful. I had literally forgotten that that was, like, a breakthrough that mm-hmm. I had, and then I was like, oh. <laughs> like, like, luckily I wrote it down, because my memory is so... Oh, yeah, my... Scattered, sorry. Yes. My thing that I've been, like, trying to remind myself is that I deserve to be happy. Yes. That's new. You do. I sure do. I sure do. Sure do. And am mostly. Okay, yeah. So that, that's about journaling. Another thing that I had said I was going to work on uh-huh. was, like, making sure that my support system in L.A. actually, like, I, like, actually asked them if they would be, like, willing to, like... Mm-hmm drive me to the hospital like support me and my friend texted me after hearing the episode oh and that's so sweet is it red oh is it red yeah it's red (laughs) yes she's so sweet she's so sweet she she... i didn't even have to ask her did she say yes she did she let me kind of get the text yes (laughs) maybe for this week's show notes we'll have like the two screenshots of the text next to each other yeah that'd be cute that'd be cute okay so she said um not we were talking about something it's like asking how she was doing and then she said also not to be presumptuous but if you wanted me to be one of your support people for hospital runs that totally won't be necessary because you take care of yourself i would be happy to do so yeah that's really sweet sweet. and i said i love you and she said she loves me too Uh, yeah well i did the same thing because we said we would both do this i texted um two of my really our really good friends who live here in Baltimore and I said (laughs) 
Sorry, spoiler. I said this is mostly for the pod and no pressure to say yes, but if I needed a ride to the hospital and my mom was out of town or something, would you all be able to give me one? And they said yes. And then <laughs> they said, is this hypothetical or do you need to go to the hospital? And I said, hypothetical, really sorry that I perhaps just freaked you out for a second. Can you imagine if you were like, we were, we're like in Delaware right now. If you're we're like, like, I need to go to the hospital and you need to come to Delaware. Hypothetically, if I need to go to the hospital in Delaware. Yes. And we talked talk about um, the best hospitals to go to. So hopefully we're better. So like plan, figure out um, soon about like oh, which, which hospital, which hospital yeah. like what the, what the, the times are when that becomes necessary and stuff like that. But yeah, always changing, but just like a, a rough roadmap. So yeah, that was, it felt, that'll be on the Patreon. Yeah, it just feels really, I mean, you always like assume that people will do that for you, but it's just really nice to like have someone like actually say yes. Yeah. Thank you guys so much. Thank you all so much. Thank you. We really appreciate it. Sorry that we're, no, not sorry, but we are friends who have some chronic health problem. We sure do. Sometimes needs extra help, so. You're welcome. It makes us feel deeper. Yeah, and it, you know, it gives you a little someone to help, which is great. Yeah, you get to feel useful. Yeah. Okay. Um, I have one more voice memo. Okay. This is kind of a carryover from last week. Okay. So I just got back from another walking meditation ish thing I did. I brought my phone along this time for safety because it was at in the in the dark again in DC. Um and I also ran at the end of it as well. But, um, yeah, I played Sylvanesso's newest album and, like, sang along to it by myself through the streets of Chevy Chase. And it was very nice and very fun, and I highly recommend it because it's fun to sing by yourself, especially not in your car, just out out in public. Bye. I also did two creative things this week, which I'm I'm just now remembering. One, I made Anna a fucking sick mixtape. True. I love it. Spotify, a playlist. Oh, we can make it public, maybe? It is public. We'll put it in the show notes. We'll link to it, yeah. Yeah, it's good. Um, And Sylvanesso is a band that I referenced. Uh They've released three singles. They're very good. Uh One of them is on the playlist. Uh And then two, I wrote um, a recap for Frisbee. Yeah, it's really funny. It's really good. Maria writes um, recaps for um, Frisbee games in Los Angeles and, like, the leagues that she participates in, and they obviously haven't been having games, so Maria just wrote, like, a recap of the offseason. It's very funny. Yeah. Below Deck themed, obviously. Um, Which is a, a yachting series. Yeah. Maria is a very funny writer, so. Thank you. Welcome. Yeah. You did well, like that as well. What's the third thing? She got a, a adult not so serious coloring book and she's been coloring that's right that was she's for... been coloring this yeah. deer that's saying seriously yeah i finished that one we can and we'll do a photo yeah we'll do some we'll do several photos this time we'll do a collage which god the graphic designer intern is gonna be pissed yeah <laughs> she's gonna be that and then there's another <laughs> her name is Shmirna puke <laughs> She gets all of her photos in the wrong format. Yep. Thirty minutes before Asi posts, yep. we're 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 not great. This week her. is weird, technically. Um, we're in the same place, but we're recording in a really weird Why? space. If the audio's yeah, we're, we keep hitting the table. Um, <laughs> this is my on me. Um, and then oh, and the other one I colored it says "Home is where the vodka is," which is ironic because Marie doesn't drink. I don't drink. 
and neither of us really drink vodka, so there was no vodka in the home. No, just, just a little bit of a tequila. Little, a little Kim Kat. A little Kim Kat. Um, we also saw friends this week, which is well, a I did a creative thing. thing, too. Yes, Anna, tell us about your creative thing. I've been working on my embroidery again. Mm-hmm. I got my new embroidery kit. It's a little, little hedgehog party. It's two mm-hmm. hedgehogs wearing party hats. Mm-hmm. I taught myself two new stitches with it. And I've been doing it while we watch TV, and I really like it because I like testing to do it with my hands, and usually mm. it's my phone, and now it's my embroidery. So um, when I finish that, you guys can see that too. This is um, one level up from my paper dolls. I would I wouldn't even say it's level up. Paper dolls are really hard to cut out properly. Lots of little details. Yeah, I know. You can do more with these. I can display these. The paper dolls kind of just do you display them? <laughs> No, she just plays with them. <laughs> no, I just put them in a box. Yeah, so I can do a little more than just bury my paper dolls in a little box. Yeah, no, my I bed. just play them. My my older man collaged with them. That's that would be pretty cool. If anyone um in the LA area wants some paper dolls to collage with, Maria, would you would you provide that? Yeah, so it's two dolls per <laughs> book and then a bunch of outfits. Yeah. If you want the, I mean, what are, what's what are some of the ones that you've done? I just did one book. Um, it was 1920s fashion. That's pretty cool. Well, it was cool because the women, you know, the, the dolls themselves were always wearing, like, cool lingerie or whatever. Yeah. And they'd very, like, bops. That was cool. Maybe you could, like, look up on, well, you don't have to do anything with your hobby, but you could look up on Pinterest and, like, look up, like, paper doll collages yeah, and I, see, like, ways of displaying them. Yeah, I accidentally found a bunch of them because I was looking for paper dolls themselves on Pinterest and there mm. was, like, I also want to cut your hair. Maybe. I don't have my scissors, so probably not. Yeah, probably not. It's really long now, people keep saying, so. Her hair is really long. It's very pretty. Um, I tried doing the curly girl hair method that Anna taught me. Barely, yeah. I did it once. What do you mean barely? No, well, because if you're doing the curly girl method, there's a lot of things you have to do. Oh, okay. But she did, did some things of it. I, I have a very abridged, wavy hair. <laughs> I told the curly girl community to come for me. They're very, like. Are they? Yeah. Okay, never mind. Yeah, we we don't have we don't have curly hair. We know we don't have curly hair. I don't. I I'm fully aware of that. Yeah. Yikes! <laughs> Sorry, get canceled. But yeah, yeah, we okay. saw our friends. Yeah, we saw our friends. That was support system stuff. It was really nice seeing them. Mm-hmm. Um, it was hard seeing them though too because it just like reminds you of like how often we used to have like nights like that and yeah. then how rare it is now yeah. and um how rare it is going to be for the foreseeable future and for yeah yeah we also had a really good pinto bean soup that our emmy patrillo who's a former podcast guest her mom made for us that's that's eat well those are so good we also have a lot of burger cookies which is a maryland shout out well so that's what we did if you want to hear us do week three of following, following the rules the from rules. ellen forney's rock study that will be over on our Patreon. It'll be very exciting because we both promise next week that we're yeah not not this coming week, but the one after we'll be posting that, and it'll be very good because we both promise that we're gonna actually make routines and stick to them. We're gonna do it, and we're gonna like have all the tips that we used for actually sticking to them and making routines yes. that are actually attainable. Yes, it'll be very cool. It's gonna be exciting for me personally. I've been told to have a routine. For my entire life, I'm really bad at doing it. Well, no, sorry. I haven't succeeded in doing mm-hmm. it yet, and I need mm-hmm. to work on it. Mm-hmm. I want to work on it, and this is going to be cool with that. And I like a leisurely morning, so I want that back in my life. <sighs> yeah, same. I want... Ugh. 
I want a morning that doesn't start five minutes before I have to clock in to a sexual assault crisis hotline where I have to take calls pretty much immediately in chat. So, like, I just think it'd be great for my mental health, Mm -hmm. for not burning out, more, things like that. So, we are going to be doing that. And then, but the most exciting thing is we are going to be having Alan Forney on the podcast next week. She is one of our heroes, period, but she's one of the funniest people to talk about bipolar disorder if not the funniest yep she is one is like the most talented she's an Mm -hmm. artist she is a brilliant mind Mm -hmm. and she is just very very good at speaking about bipolar disorder and how to live with it and she's lived with it for a very long time so if you have any questions for her some of the questions that we've gotten have been things like how to help how can your support system help you how do you know if your medication is working um what like how do you work through like your post-mania shame yes and these are all things that alan forney has experience with that she's coaching other people on them she is if we didn't do a good job explaining stuff you can ask her yeah and if you would rather not ask two 26 year olds who've only had two manic episodes between the two of them and a handful of depressed episodes you'd rather have someone who's carved out a very lovely and successful life for themselves and who is a professional who speaks on these things so smart she's a TED talk we're just yes we are so honored to have her on the show and i know that you all are going to be if you haven't already fallen in love with her and her work you will after this episode so yeah and she wants to hear from you all she's really excited to have listener questions she loves answering questions from people in our demographic or other demographics the demographic being people who listen to this podcast yes and college age people ask your friends who don't even listen to the podcast if they have questions yeah seriously ask, seriously ask us to ask her anything <laughs> ask us to ask her anything ask us to ask her anything and we will filter out the ones that we went on not going to ask but most of them will be asked if they're weird we probably will ask them but yeah yeah okay that's it that's it um, go to our Patreon, patreon.com slash bipolarbycoastal. Um, find us at facebook.com slash bipolarbycoastal. Um, Gmail, email us at gmail.com. No, bipolarbycoastal at gmail.com. Mm-hmm. Instagram.com slash bipolarbycoastal. It's been a lot more active recently. Um, lots of good stuff over there. Yeah, and thank you to Mia Thoreau, who did our Tyler. We have an interview with her coming out in October. OCD Awareness Month that's going to be so fun over here. Well, fun. It's going to be a lot of good content over here. We are lucky enough to have friends who know a lot about it and are very, very generous with their time and with their honesty about the illness. Yeah. We've interviewed Mia twice, and I was learned even more the second time. So there's always more to learn. Yes. And we're not releasing the first interview because the audio got messed up. So don't expect to do two interviews. My apologies. Okay. Thank you to Mia Thoreau. Thank you to Ham Dorfman, who does our music. Mm-hmm. Thanks. E.B. Davis, who did our portraits, which are available on our Facebook page. Or our Patreon. Or our Instagram. Thank you so much. Goodbye. Bye.